Gene, Dale, what's going on? Professor here, just checking in. Just got done listening to the Alanis Morissette episode. Funny story, I was driving down the road, pulling into a Taco Bell on the way to work as I was listening to this podcast, and what did I see? But old Dale's car sitting in the parking lot. The very car this episode was recorded in. That was pretty wild. I also thought it was cool that Dale threw out Avril Lavigne as a comparison, considering she is also Canadian. Anyway, hey guys, appreciate the Spotify version of this podcast that I can now download at home and listen to when I get to work and gets me through the day. So, hey, keep up the good work. And uh, later, dudes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children, 18 years or older. Welcome to Two Guys in a Core with a CD Yeah! I could put that little dramatic pause there so they just lean in a little closer. Did they leave? Turn up the volume just a little more. I think it turned off. Well, yeah, that happens too. Wait a minute. Skip. I think I think the volume's messed up. It's like uh, bow right in your eardrum. Looking for a different podcast, <laughs> yeah. not these screaming a holes I gotta listen to yeah. all the time. Shout out to Josh Coble, the professor that we like to call him around here. He always sends us a bunch of voice messages, correcting all the mistakes we made in past episodes. He's our schooling. He's us, our man. glorified fact checker, and. Uh, Holds a rightful place right here. He's that lunch lady right that always I'm touching gives my you, privates. Yeah, right <laughs> he's that lunch lady that always gives you that second scoop of mashed potatoes, yeah. and you're not supposed to. <laughs> Thanks, professor. Yeah, the one where you're like, no peas, please, and so she adds extra fries and yeah. so you're like, wow, thanks. The one you really always nice. love. Yeah, I call her mom. Oh, hey, damn. All right. <laughs> and uh, we also want to thank. Uh, somebody reached out to us on Instagram, left a beautiful comment that just warmed my heart, really. Kept me motivated and inspired to keep doing this wonderful show. And that was Leslie Ryerson. I said the last name funky for a reason. Because who funky knows? Fresh. Funky she fresh. wants to get Insta famous. Yeah, I know. Because, I mean, we got like three followers. Yeah. <laughs> I will jump all over that. But uh, it was a beautiful comment. We love all of our listeners that reach out to us. Swarmsy out there and. Illinois. Yeah. Right? Yes! And uh, we encourage you to reach out to us anytime, day or night, 24-7, on the socials, at Unhinged Pierce on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll fix Biker on Instagram. Go! Now! That's where you can get Dale. Where are you? I'm Gene, by the way. I don't think Are you? Hey, Gene! Nice to meet you, Gene. But I gotta correct the professor in his voice message. He said... Gotta school the schooler. Oh, no, no, no. I give credit where credit is due, and this is my credit. He said he was glad that Dale mentioned Avril Lavigne. Okay, that was me, Professor. I mentioned Avril Lavigne because she did sound similar to Alanis Morissette, and I do know they are both Canadian. I know things. Put those brass knuckles away. (laughs) You're getting getting angry, man. (laughs) We're walking out, man. I'm going to take it out on this little... uh, Whatever in here, this little air vent. Yeah. Hey, man, that's real leather. <laughs> and uh, all right, Dale. Uh, <laughs> we've thanked the audience, the three people that listen to us. Hey, that's three more than we had yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and our moms that always listen. 
Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. And uh, anyway, reach out to us anytime. Give us some suggestions. Maybe we have a CD that you love in our CD book as well. We'd love to talk about it. But today, Dale, are you ready to flippity-floppity through that CD book? I'm ready to stand up and shout, man. Whoa. Whoa. No blood pollution here, No. <laughs> Living on a prayer. <laughs> Yikes. Lick it up is on there, too, if that one counts. <laughs> but I'd like you to stand up and shout and flip through that CD book, would you? And hold the mic so close. Yeah. That's my mistake for not Stand being ready. Stand up and flip! That's fine. That would have been better than that. Anyway. Right? That's, that's what good. The professor will probably be the only one to get these clues. And maybe any of you that were a fan of this, hit play on the CD player, Dale. with it we are doing the soundtrack to the motion picture rockstar 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 not the energy drink not the guy on the poster in your bedroom wall not my favorite game production company either oh yeah the movie rockstar with mark Wahlberg. yeah Jenner- mark Wahlberg. i love you mark Wahlberg. god Dale's gonna be fanboying all episode of her oh, Marky Mark. all over something. <laughs> Got that damn picture of him and his Calvin Kleins on your wall, don't you? Just you? see my locker. <laughs> all covered in splooge and Mark Wahlberg. I just can't get the pages to unfold. Yeah. And, uh, I, do, I love Mark Wahlberg. I cannot stand him. I have movies of his that I like, such as Rockstar. And. And. <laughs> uh. Probably uh, is. Oh, you got Basketball Diaries. Okay, yeah, I like Basketball Diaries, but he was a supporting role. So that's Leo. really Leo's movie. He was. And uh, I like him in some things, you know, but uh, there's a lot of stuff I don't like. Uh, Daddy, I mean, yeah. Daddy's Home is funny. I love both of them. They're yeah. both funny. I love Fear. Yeah, I love Fear. Yeah. He's supporting a, a supporting uh, role. But, uh, damn it, We Own the Night was good. The Yards. With Joaquin Phoenix? Ooh. Oh, now wait a minute. I said I like some, like Boogie Nights. Oh, yeah. Four Brothers. That was not his penis, by the way. Right, prosthetic. Oh, yeah, Four Brothers. I watched that in theaters. There. Yeah, Andre 3000. You know that they're making a second one? Really? Yeah, it's going to come out next year. Really? They have the, all of the re- regular cast, except one for brother brother died. Except yeah. for him. Supposed to be like a continuous of what happened. You know, the brother that died was the main actor in this Tron Legacy, the second Tron movie. I did not know that. Yeah, no. that was him. Yeah, yeah I thought that I was. I know cool. it had Andre 3000 yeah. and uh, was my boy Therese. Therese Gibson. Yeah. That's a good one, dude. God, oh, yeah, that's that's heavy. That's that whole Mark Wahlberg scene when he's walking in the snow at the very end. Ooh. Uh, the whole, it was really intense because they were Very. like looking for the motherfuckers that gunned down their mom and shit. That was a good one. Yeah. But anyway, we're doing Rockstar, the movie. Yeah, the movie. This movie came out in 2001. 11 years old, sixth grade, just moved from one city across the whole other part of 
our state, I guess, really. Ledford, was my first year there, it was awkward. Everybody knew each other from elementary school, so I was coming in as a reject, I guess you want to say. Did you start there in sixth grade? At the yes. middle school? Yes. Okay, well, see, at that middle school, they took kids from two different elementary schools. Yeah, so you yeah. could have just pretended to the kids that were like, yeah, we're from Walmart. You could have yeah. been like, yeah, well, I'm from AC. And the kids yeah. are like, I'm from Auburn. Yeah, cool. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, what's up, bro? No, I was from Southwest. <laughs> because a lot of the kids I knew that went to my elementary school did, did already knew the kids from the other one, but I didn't know any of them. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck are all these kids? I don't know any of them. It was really weird. But, yeah, I was a little... I was 13 years old when this came out. Yep. 2001, 8th grade, in my prime of puberty. Yeah, I about to say, first pube. I got a full, <laughs> I had a full fro of hair down there. Was using deodorant. Yeah. Got my axe. <laughs> you got to say, first time buying Old Spice. <laughs> uh, this, this song you're hearing right now, if you don't recognize it, this is Steel Dragon, the made-up band for this movie that actually recorded, what, five songs? Yeah, about five I songs think, made up of a bunch of fucking superstars, dude. And the songs were written by the most badass people. Dude. Oh, yeah. Dude. This is Living the Life by Steel Dragon, written by Peter Beckett and Steve Plunkett. Vocals by Jeff Scott Soto. Yeah, Jeff Scott Soto, dude. What a dude. He has been in so many bands, I'm telling you. He was the vocalist for Journey for a year. Played guitar for Trans-Siberian Orchestra for like 10 years. Whoa. So many. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of the one. He wrote and did the vocals. Uh, well, he did the vocals for about three or four of these Steel Dragon songs. Yeah. I've got the book in front of me. So, Professor, hold yourself back. Hold your applause. He'll be screaming all I hope he's probably got a notepad going like, got that wrong. Got that wrong. I've been waiting for this for eight weeks. Yeah. The professor requested Rockstar, which he knew Dale had it. Yeah. And uh, he's been requested, I think he requested it like 12 weeks ago or something like that. It's been a hot minute. And it's been ignored completely. Not really. We were just waiting for a good time, and today's the day. Why not? Today's and, better than ever. And it's a movie me and Dale both love, dude. I used to, like, uh, after I saw the movie, I watched it in theaters, and... Uh, I love the fucking music. You have Zach Wild on guitar, which Zach Wild fame's huge. You know, he's in Black, not Black Sabbath. He's in Zach Sabbath, which is a Black Sabbath cover band that he does. Also played guitar for Ozzy Osbourne for Ozzy. fucking ever. And yeah, right as soon as Randy Rose died, dude, he was like 18 or 19 years old when he joined Ozzy. Oh. Damn. And then he's also got Black Label Society, which is out touring right now. They're heavy, got a huge following. So Zach Wild's very prominent in 2001. Uh, he was in this movie. And I remember paying attention to him like crazy because he always had the power fucking guitar stance yep. and was always shredding in the middle of the stage. He looked the exact same as he does now without a beard. Well, he's bigger now. Though. Well, yeah, but he still had the long hair but no beard. So I think that's what threw a lot of people off. When I found out that was Zach, I was like, no fucking way. I didn't know. When I saw the movie, I never even knew who Zach Wild was. But... I remember uh, seeing Black Label Society and being like, man, dude, that looks like the fucking guitar player for fucking Steel Dragon. And then I was like, ah, that is the guitar. He was in the movie. Wow. I'm told. Whoa. Dominic West played the, like, band leader, you know, the rhythm guitar player. Uh, He's the actor that recruited uh, Mark Wahlberg into the band. 
Izzy Cole. Yeah, there you go. Get the character. He was just so cool, dude. I fucking... Oh, I just love Marvel. He's a fucking dream, dude, because he goes to see his favorite rock band. If you've never seen the movie Rockstar, it's actually based on a true story. Yeah. Uh, Dale's got some more info on that. Dale. Oh, oh, me. Not me. Oh, uh... I don't remember the dude's name, but it was about uh, Judas Priest. There was this guy that was the lead singer of a Judas Priest tribute band. And when Rob Halford left Judas Priest, he actually went on to sing for him. So that's what this movie is based off is his. It's like inspired by true events on his life becoming the lead singer of Judas Priest, which is bad fucking ass. Hello. Hello. Yeah, that's my fucking dream. I just went and saw Incubus the other day. Brandon Boyd was sick, so he couldn't hit all the notes, which was fine. I, I, I Did you didn't get on mind. stage? Huh? Did you get on stage and No, see? no, no, no. But I was front row, front and center. And I was like, I'm going to have my rock star moment, dude. This is it. Brandon Boyd's going to hold the mic out, and he's going to hear my angelic voice. And he's going to bring me up on stage to fucking sing for him. And that's it. I'm in, dude. I'm in the new lead singer of Incubus. It's happening. Yeah. Today's the day. Yeah. Good <laughs> shit. Of course it didn't happen, but man can dream, right? And I've had that dream ever since I was 13 years old. One day because of ah, I, I had that dream ever since I was 13 years old because of this movie. Well, then you seeing need to start a tribute band. Oh, yeah, that's my problem. I don't yeah. have a tribute band. Who would you do a tribute of? Would you do Incubus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do a Kiss cover band. Oh, no I know that. But yeah, I would I totally. I know you can do like Bloodhound Gang or something. I'd be fun <laughs> too. <though. laughs> but no, I would do. Yeah, call it Hooray for Boobies or whatever. Yeah, That'd be great tribute. Now I'd do an Incubus cover band and call it a certain shade of green. Oh, yeah, I'd be fucking I like that. Yeah, I know it'd be great. I do appreciate it because I could not go to the Incubus show. But he did live Instagram it for me, so I got my one moment of being, I felt like I was there. So, I appreciate that. You got to see the whole opening video, though. I did. I mean, just seeing Incubus in that small of a venue and not a stadium would have been just unfucking real dude. It would have been something else. It's once in a lifetime. Yeah, so I was hoping I'd have my rock star moment, but definitely didn't. But you know who did have their rock star moment in the movie? Ooh. Okay, you remember towards the end of the movie when Mark Wahlberg is getting tired and of he being picks, Yeah, and he picks that guy. He does Do the exact you know same thing. Who the guy is in the crowd who he fucking picks up on stage before he walks up? The lead singer of Trivium. No. Miles like fucking Kennedy. That was Miles that Kennedy? That was Miles Kennedy. No fucking yeah. way. Yeah. No. He brought him on stage and then Mark Wahlberg left. He goes, I gotta go to the bathroom. He goes, that's it. Miles Kennedy's one fucking up there. That was Miles Kennedy. It looks nothing Kennedy. like Miles Kennedy. No, you think, dude. That's 2001. Yeah, but Miles Kennedy's like 48 years old. You know, Alter Bridge just put out a brand new album. Yeah. Uh, like back in uh, August. And I was gonna say last year because I'm thinking it's January already. We only got two weeks left. Oh, yeah, because he called him Thor. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Did he? Yeah, he called him Thor. And, Damn, that's crazy, dude. I had no idea that was Miles Kennedy, dude. That's wild. Because it didn't look... I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it now. Because I don't think it looked anything like him. And that's whenever he did his little thing. And then he reunites with the the old guitar player from a tribute band. And then they do the acoustic, the acoustic song. Jennifer Aniston's in the back of the bar. God, don't even get me started on it. smoking in this whole movie, dude. If, even now, to be what... 
was fresh. She's like 56 years old now. 55, 56. Uh, 55, I think. You could not tell. Not a day that, over 18. And and this that was fresh off Friends because like the Friends series finale was in yeah. like 2000, 2001. I kind of remember watching it. The last episode ever. And you know that that, that scene. And that's when she went to movie. When he found out when Mar- when Chris Cole found out that the lead scene. All right, in the movie. Right, we'll pause because you're you're taking too long. Yeah. I love this song. So we're gonna let this play. We'll come back to that yeah, moment. Hold your thought, Dale. Downloaded this song off LimeWire and used to play it on my fucking home computer in the living room with headphones going to those two side speakers you used to oh, have. Yeah. And I would listen to this fucking on repeat, dude. This blood pollution and uh, living the life. I had those three downloaded and listened to them fucking constantly, dude. I promise you. Yeah, I mean, dude, I love it. I mean, it's just so good. I, I wish I could do this high-pitched scream, though. I know, dude. That's my yeah, dream. That's, ah. I love the but power. I, I grew I love up the power in those vocals. Listening to, like, the 80s glam metal, so I was like, damn. But my fun fact of the day with this movie is when Mark Wahlberg and Jennifer Aniston are just hanging out, Mark Wahlberg's character wanted to be everything that lead singer is still dragging. So he did everything to the makeup, to the hair, to the jacket, to whatever. He found out that the lead singer still dragging and pierced his nipple. Mark Wahlberg's like, all right, well, we got to do it in the movie. Turned out that Jennifer Aniston really pierced his nipple in real life. And it took two times to do it. Mark Wahlberg really had it done. Jennifer Aniston really pierced his nipple. Damn! That's commitment. dedication. Give this man an Oscar. For real. Take it back, because I've seen the last two Transformers. (laughs) (laughs) I love everything Mark Wahlberg. Fuck those movies. They're awful. The other guys, they should have got them. That's funny, though. Uh, Other guys, funny, but... Because he always is so angry all the time. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? You gotta let my... What do you say? Is it peacock? Let my wings fly. Yeah. Like peacocks don't fly. Yeah, it's just funny. But uh, so Steel Dragon, which was the made-up band for this movie, you know, based on the movie, yeah. is comprised of Zach Wild, as I said, Jason Bonham. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact: John Bonham's son, the legendary Led Zeppelin. Oh man, that's that's just unreal. That his son took over. Like. Yeah, as soon as as soon as John Bonham passed away, Jason Bonham finished out 
whatever touring Led Zeppelin did behind the kid. He, right? he went on to do a whole bunch of bands too. I mean, he was like drummer for like UFO and stuff like that, a bunch of other 80s bands. So that's pretty cool. Fun fact. Yeah, and uh, Jeff Pileson on bass, Nick Cantor on guitar, and then you got Mike Majevic and Jeff Scott doing vocals, switching on vocals. And Mike Majevic, you know, he's the one that sang. Uh, he's the one we just heard. Yeah, We Die Young. Yeah. And. Uh, this he, one, Blood Pollution. Yeah, he also went on to do uh, a band like it was like the Doors. Like I think it had the original some of the original members of the Doors, and he was actually singing the Jim Morrison parts. Fun, that's pretty cool. I yeah, think. and this song uh, that that you're gonna hear in the background, you're gonna have to get this album because there's so many ties to so many rock legends and the and the homages that they paid to them. It's just fucking yeah. incredible. Listen to the scream. Oh. Dude, I used to have this on a burnt CD. Oh, damn, Dale, that's so sick. I used to have this on a burnt CD and listen to it uh, before football games. This was my pump-up music, dude. When I got in high school, yeah. I used to have blood pollution. I used to get fucking jacked for this shit, dude. Oh, Jack? Yeah, Are Jack. Reuter? <laughs> yeah, put it in my ass cheek, the left one, because the right one's swollen. But uh, this song was written by Twiggy Ramirez. Yeah! yeah. Marilyn Manson, Nine Inch Nails bass player. Yeah, how fucking crazy. It's just this fucking cool, dude. I said, like, Mike, he was the lead singer of a band called Steel Heart. Uh, which I'm, I, I think that's where they got the kind of name Steel Dragon from. Okay. I didn't one know of that. the songs, uh, let me see real quick. Touch my cock. Hey, you like it. <laughs> Oh, what is it? Get it together, Dale. I think uh, it was living. The, it was one of the songs by Steel Dragon was actually a Steel Heart song that they just redid for the movie. Really? Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, none of that's in the book, so I can't tell. Call you. up the Chrome Dome. <laughs> well, there's aside from Steel Dragon tracks on here, the first song we heard, of course, was done by Everclear. Uh, you got Motley Crue, Wild Side. If that wasn't obvious. Bon Jovi living on a prayer. <laughs> Ted Nugent stranglehold. Which, There's no cowboys in Jersey. Yeah, get it together. <laughs> uh, Ted Nugent stranglehold is one of my favorite Ted Nugent songs. Oh hell yeah! Uh, Kiss, lick it up. In excess, devil inside. The verb pipe and uh, Trevor yeah. Rabin gotta have it. The verb pipe is yeah, is that song that's that acoustic song that we like at the end. I don't like it. I know you do. I do. <laughs> That so the verb pipe was a real band? Yeah, dude. Oh man, dude, they had a song called The Graduate that I know for a fact you know. They were big in the nineties. The Graduate. Oh, I'll let you play it later. Oh, yeah. You'll fucking lose. You'll be like, that's that band? Yeah. Now I'm, I'm looking in the back of the book at the verb pipe because we probably won't get that far. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. But what's funny know. about it too is there's a bunch of songs that are not on the soundtrack that were actually featured in the movie. And one was Good Vibrations, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. You do get to hear it for a split second, and I'm very surprised that Mark had that song in there, because he fucking hates it. I'm living on Good Vibrations. He hates it. No. Boy song? The Marky Mark song, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Good Vibrations! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He hates that song. I wish he never did it, but it's the 80s. Yeah, and I... I remember uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood was in yeah. there for one of the drug scenes. 
Yeah, because that's when he took the pills in the club with Jennifer Aniston. Yep. And he woke up, it, he was banging the hot tour chick, right? Yeah. And then she goes to the bathroom and she's standing up to pee and he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she goes, heck of a party, right? Or something like that. That should trip me out because I was I mean, like, I was 13 years was, old and I was like, you know? she's standing up to pee. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But there was girls with titties out everywhere. It was a rock party. You know? <laughs> and, you know, the, the, the harder he partied, the worse it got because he's throwing TVs out of hotel windows and doesn't know what day it is. And that's when Jennifer Aniston shows up and he's just got a line of chicks outside his door. I mean, that's just like how it was then, though. You know, like if you watch The Dirt, Motley Crue, even though it was based off the book that was written for them, you know, and you got to see the whole lifestyle of being on the road, being in an 80s heavy metal band, dude. That's Land drugs, metal. fucking sex, and rock and roll, and that was it. But I really want to know if that's how it really was. It had to be, dude. That's, I mean, well, I mean, look at what Gene Simmons has said. How many women he slept with, and how he used to have her look at rumored Ozzy. to have Polaroids yeah. of every single one of them. What well, about Ozzy? Okay, so that was. The, well, I'm saying Ozzy. You, you know, you been married to Sharon Osbourne for 40 years, and cheated on her how many times? <laughs> like a bunch. But she was the reason why he got off drugs, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. But now I'm thinking, okay, that was the 80s. Now the drugs and all that shit. Now you're in the 2000s, whatever. Do you think that the lifestyle on the road is the same now than it was then? I think it is the same in some senses of the of, for those that want it to be that way. Okay. You know, for those bands that want that kind of tour life where they want the drugs they want the party every night they want the girls that want or the guys that want them or whatever yeah whatever but for others i don't think there's as much pressure to live that lifestyle as there was in the 80s in the 80s and 90s i think it was like you gotta you gotta tour like this or you're not fucking touring right you know you're not hard rock you know you're not living it up yeah you're not doing it right if you're just you're not Pump. living on a prayer. Right, right. You're not doing it right if you're not playing and then partying right after the show. Now, I don't think there's as much pressure. Too many cell phones nowadays, too. Yeah, you're getting you a lot of fucking, fucking trouble. Thing, dude. Yeah. Photos, videos, sitting all over line. Yeah. Back in the day, they didn't have that shit. Nope. You know, if you don't have the consent or there's so many fucking things that can she go wrong. She said she was 18. I guarantee you, like, bands like Killswitch and uh, fucking... No, I don't think they go out and do shit like that. No. You know, big... Steel Panther? <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Steel Panther. Still living that life. <laughs> Definitely. Is do... Can they pull girls up on stage in the middle of the show and ask them to show their titties? I mean, you know, that's the kind of tour life they want. You know, that's that's what's expected of them. And that's true, though. I mean, they're still living like it was in the 80s. Yeah. I guess. Satchel, Sticks, Lexi, and Michael Starr. Are about that life. Lexi's a beautiful man. I'm nah, sorry. He's really good. nice. He's got a rocking body. For but, real. you know, bands like, uh, fuck, who am I trying to think of? You know, like the Foo Fighters. I guarantee you, Dave Grohl is not out after a show. No, you know what he does? He flies home every night to be with his kids. Yeah, so uh, that's what I'm saying. The pressure is totally different. But, no, but what I'm thinking of this, too, though, all right, bands like that in the 80s, that was like. I guess, well, never mind then. I was going to say that's Arena Rock too, though. You know, they were selling arenas. I was thinking Foo Fighters now are selling out. But I'm thinking of, like, 
Fuck, I guess I can. Yeah, try and compare bands. That's what I'm trying to do. These Molly Crew, Def Leppard, like, I'm thinking uh, of like under, underground bands now are probably living that lifestyle, but arena bands now aren't. But back then, they were the you're, arena band. You're telling me Shun the Raven goes and rails cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> And, and take, taking girls, uh, you know, line up to the tour bus out to the hotel. Oh, their tour station wagon. <laughs> no, that's not happening, man. No. But shout out to Shun the Raven. But I, I'm telling you, it's a lifestyle for those that want it. Yeah. You know? And see, I guess back then, too, it was a lot harder to come across. Nowadays, it's like, hell, you got to go up the road and you get anything you fucking want. Which is nothing wrong with partying. I gotta pause for those heavy yeah. screams. Stand up and shout. Uh, fuck. Stand up and shout. Stand up, stand up, stand up and let it out. Stand up and shout. Stand up, stand up, stand up. And what you're thinking. Do you know who wrote this song, Stand Up and Shout? Uh, prominent member, lived the lifestyle we were just talking about, the rock star lifestyle in the 80s. Replaced the lead singer of a, ver- a band that definitely lived the rock star lifestyle, Van Halen. The professor's favorite band of all time. Re- oh, I thought it was Molly Crew. No, he's Van Halen is his band. Oh, shit. Van Halen's band. So Sammy Hagar. Yes, wow. Sammy Hagar wrote Van Stand Up. Van Hagar. Yeah, Ugh. I know a lot of people hate Van Hagar. But see, they did actually have one song that I did like from Sammy Hagar when he was with them, and that was in the Twister soundtrack. <laughs> Was it? Yeah, there was one scene. He was on the Power Ranger soundtrack too, you know. Oh yeah, at the end of the movie. Yeah, they had that one ballad, rock ballad. Fifty-five. <laughs> it was after the Power Rangers saved the day. But yeah, I think I think bands that want to live that lifestyle do and will. Yeah, that's my thinking of it. Yeah. So let's get in a band. <laughs> yeah. I was in a band for a day. There you go. You did a music video, damn. Yeah, I did. Y'all can actually go check that out. My Heroes B, rated R for Rambunctious. Go check it out. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> What'd they pay you for that shout out? Damn. That's why I had to say it so quick before anybody oh, can oh, 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 oh. But it's there. I love these Still Dragon songs. All the ones that they did on here. Fucking They're all good, dude. I, I really... No, you go ahead. I was hoping that Steel Dragon was a real band. I was looking for CDs. I was looking for tour dates. I would have gone to fucking see this, dude. See, I was just about to say, before I interrupted you, like, how cool would it have been if Steel Dragon did do something, like, with the whole band, like, how it is, and they actually did do touring? How cool would that have been? That would have been fucking sick. There's six Steel Dragon songs. I gotta correct this before Professor wow. comes we up here. Four or five. No, nope. five. Six. six. And uh, Ronnie Ronnie James Dio actually co-wrote one of them. Uh, Long live rock and roll. Hell yeah, my boy Dio and Richie Blackmore from Rainbow. There you go. Ah, look at us. I know, man. We're on it today. 
out. Professor, you can't school us today. Uh-huh. I scream like that. <laughs> I scream like that every time I'm pooping on the toilet. Oh, I was say when you're passing a stone. <laughs> <laughs> Man. 2001, what a good year. Aside from September 11th. It was, though. I mean, 2001 was... We've done a couple albums from that year, too, believe it or not. Yeah, but that was the year that got me into... Tell me. Hardcore okay. music. Alexis on Fire. My favorite band of all time. I found them in 2001, and they've been my favorite band ever since, so... Stranglehold slaps. Yeah, dude. dude. I wish I could have seen him. My dad went and seen Ted a couple weeks ago yeah. when he came. And he said that was the best song he did that night. Oh, and of course. Stranglehold. No, yeah, yeah. That's me? the guitar part that I like mostly of it anyway. Yeah. That drum right there, dude. Yeah, that too, because that stands out a lot. It's a fucking eight-minute song. We're going to play some of it. But I want to hear some more of the Steel Dragon track. Yeah. Hit us up on the socials anytime, day or night. At Unhinged Pierce on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter. You can DM me <laughs> on Instagram, Wolfex Biker, for Dale. Thank you, Dale. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. Get us with your comments, questions, corrections, or concerns. And suggest any CDs to us. We might have them. We'd be glad to play something for you and talk about what it meant to us, as well as hear what it meant to you. Uh, also... I gotta say this, Dale oh. and I are pleased to announce our marriage. <laughs> I said yes to the dress. <laughs> it's gonna look great, you're gonna love it. It's got no back. <laughs> great, I can connect the dots of your moles. <laughs> yeah, and you can braid my chode hair. Yeah. <laughs> Find the dingleberries. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Oh, I what? <laughs> no, I was going to say we are pleased to announce we are going to do a charity, a charity ad for Buzz Driving. You'll have to listen out for it. Uh, you'll hear it on some of our episodes, maybe even this one eventually, uh, about Buzz Driving. The holiday seasons are coming up. Uber is everywhere. Lyft is everywhere. And we are, there's no excuse to drink and drive or buzz drunk and drive. No, and if you are in our general area of where we live at, hit us up if you need a driver. We will be gladly to pick you up. Yeah, we would be gladly. I'm, us, I'm buzzed. <laughs> yeah. We would be gladly to pick you up. <laughs> I didn't pass the third grade. <laughs> well, I don't even have a driver's license. <laughs> this is your car. I'm about to spit all over your dash. Bam, bam. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> got him! So yeah, it's a wasted generation, dude. Uh, this one I don't know as much. Nah, I don't think this I one played wasn't it a lot. As, no. this, I do like Long Live Rock and Roll. Though. Yeah, I don't know that one either. Bam. Oh yeah, I remember. This was like when they were doing the heavy torn and Homeboy was having to do dialysis because yeah. his liver was fucking shot. Yeah, because yeah. all they did was drink, dude. Bottle up. That's where they were shotgunning speed limit signs and throwing beer cans out the bus window and shit. I mean, it's just like Mick Mars, dude. He only drank vodka. And he'd have like a, a gallon or whatever on him at all times. Every day. Damn. 
down in vodka like that. I remember watching like a documentary of rock stars and on the L.A. Strip. Oh yeah, wasted. That's what I am. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but yeah, I remember watching this documentary on rock stars in the '80s, and this one guy was just in his swimming pool chugging two fifths of fucking vodka, dude. Yeah. And he passed out right there in the fucking pool. And then you had Ozzy. Drinking his own piss. <laughs> yeah, well, you also had like um, Sebastian Bach from fucking Skid Row, dude. He was ah, fucked up. That all is one the album we are going to do one day. No shit. Dude. We will do it. Slave to the Grind. Oh, oh my God. God. 1993, 92 or something. 91, like that. I think. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love that fucking album. Wasted. This is what we're going to have to go out on, Dale. That's it. Time's up. Yeah. Damn. We want to thank you for listening to That's two guys. I know, I'm really into it. Uh, Professor, thanks for the suggestion. We hope you liked this episode, as well as you, our regular listeners. And if you're new to the show, welcome. Two guys welcome. in a car and a CD book. I'm Gene. Dale. We'll be back next week. You guys be safe. Later. Peace.